The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. It's time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. All right, here we go. Hour number two of the show, off and running with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents in all 82 counties around the great state of Mississippi. Staying connected to you because of C Spire. Don't forget, also, if you've ever wanted to get into some of those custom jeans, head over to BlueDeltaJeans.com. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Use my name as a code at checkout. You're going to get a big, fat discount on your purchase at BlueDeltaJeans.com. So use code Matt Wyatt, all lowercase, all lowercase. Spell it out. No spaces in there, all lowercase. Matt Wyatt, use that code at checkout. Get yourself a deal. All right, lots of ways for you to be a part of the show here as we start off hour number two. You can comment on the live stream if you like. It's a good way for me to see it. I can see it all in one place if you're tuning in, however it is, on online. If you're looking at the live stream on Facebook or YouTube or Periscope. By the way, too, if you're watching on Periscope, which is a Twitter thing, Periscope is technically going away at the end of this month. I think March 31st, they're going to kill it. I don't know if Twitter's coming out with anything new. So if you're tuning into the show on Periscope, and, and frankly, there are a lot of people that do. I mean, on any given show, it could be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 people that at any one time are tuning in just on the Periscope deal, which is kind of a little-known app. Just know this. If y'all are over there, check out YouTube or Facebook. That's not going anywhere. It's facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Um, like the page. You'll see it when it pops up live. Uh, search me, Matt Wyatt, or look for Matt Wyatt Media on YouTube. You can see it all there in one place. And um, you'll see my picture. You'll see the live streams when they come up. So if you're a Periscope viewer of the show, don't worry about it. There are plenty of options. You can also stream the audio of the show live every day at thezone1059.com. Get the podcast. So, you know... I think we've got a lot of our technical issues uh, straightened out a little bit. It's, it sounds a little bit better through my headset, and I think uh, that temperature inversion that happened that caused the mm-hmm. transmitter to freak out is uh, is is working itself out. So I hope people can hear the show better yeah. on the regular radio. On the radio. That happens about twice a year where you have that temperature inversion. There's nothing anybody can do about it. God does it, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. You have to wait for it to pass. So uh, for those on the radio, thanks for hanging in there with us today. Uh, over here on the live stream, let's see who's up. Roshana said, Matt, did you watch the LSU-Texas-San Antonio baseball game on Saturday? It went to the 13th inning. Said, and dear Lord, it was a lot of home runs. Very good game. Roshana, I saw highlights of that, and then I watched LSU come back and walk it off yesterday in extra innings. They had an unbelievable weekend, gave up a lot of runs, and uh, but scored plenty, you know. Sweeps are hard to come by, so however you get them, you are happy to get them in college baseball. Sven says on YouTube, and how about our hoops team? They beat the Bluegrass crew. Talking about Kentucky. I didn't see that coming, Uh, but I'll take it. Against Alabama, you really saw a class difference. He says the Gumps were the way better team. They are a way better team, but I will tell you this. 
they hit shots, they're a better team. But one of the reasons they are a better team in Alabama than a team like State is there was a drastic difference in the speed and aggressiveness with which the two teams play. Now, I don't know if that's because one team can and one can't. I don't know if it's because one team is just naturally plays faster, more aggressive than the other, but the aggressiveness and speed and 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 just tenacity that Alabama plays with was on a different level than what Mississippi State played with. And frankly, if you want to have a team like what Alabama has this year, I don't care who you are, you've got to play at least that hard all the time. And it's one of the pro- and it's easy for me to stay sitting up here on a 50th row or on the radio, oh, well, they're not playing hard. Well, it, I'm not saying that State's lazy. They're not. I'm not saying that they don't run and don't have ability and don't hustle. They do. It's just then you run up and see an example of a team like Alabama. You want to take a next step, watch how hard they play. It's kind of like Tennessee. You can say People can say what they want about Rick Barnes in Tennessee. One thing he gets out of them is they play hard. All the time. <laughs> you know, so unless you're recruiting a bunch of All-Americans like Kentucky is, which at State you're not, the one thing you can always control is your effort and your hustle. Okay? It's one of the reasons, look, Ole Miss, not, not the most talented team on the floor every night this year, were they? But one thing you can say about Ole Miss, you didn't mind watching them play because they play really hard and hustle. Kermit Davis gets something out of them, whatever they got. So, uh, you know, State's program, they have a team, a nucleus of a team that's coming back for next year that depending on, in this postseason deal, may help them. But they have a nucleus of a team coming back for next year that they'll have a chance to have a pretty good team. But I got news for you. If they, next year, everybody's talking about next year for State, and I agree, they have a team that could be one year away. But I'm telling you, Mark my words. And I'm not even an expert. If that team next year goes out and has this sort of middle-of-the-pack energy level night after night after night the way this past team did, you'll have the same result. You'll be middle-of-the-pack at best. Easy for me to say, though. I'm not playing or coaching. I'm just talking head on a Monday reaction show. That's all I am. Sven agreed. He said, you're right. He put the effort in. Okay, let's see here. Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. Denzel said, we have a chance for a Western Kentucky versus Ole Miss matchup in the second round of the NIT. That means we get Rick Stansberry versus Ole Miss. Give me all of that. Yeah, yeah they fun. were on the uh, same staff with Bob Boyd for a while. Were they really? That's yeah. cool. Kermit was a grad grad assistant. Yeah, and they've both been coaching forever. You know, oh, yeah. good and well. And you know, good and well, they've been recruiting in the same gym eight mm-hmm. million times over the course of their career. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, More bully says that he only used less bully one time. It's when he had a stomach virus. <laughs> I said, "Who's who's uh, is your son less bully?" <laughs> All right, Hook, what did Hook say? It's not sports-related. But sitting in line at Smith Wills for a vaccine, amazing how many they are getting this many people through. They're doing a great job. Hey, that's great to hear, Hook. And hats off to the people 
you know, and servicemen and women and National Guard people and medical folks that are just standing out there. Look, when we went several weeks ago, whenever it was, Annabeth and I, we all, there's a family basically loaded up in the car because she and I both were getting our first shot of the vaccine at the same time. Here in where we live in Tupelo, we were at the, the mall and, you know, hundreds of cars lined up, but they were shuffling on through. It was organized and people standing out in the rain and they had good attitudes. And I just thought, bless these people Lord, bless these people for what they're doing. It's really good to hear that hook. Glad you're having that experience there at Smith Wills and I uh, hope it goes smoothly the rest of the way. No side effects and all that kind of stuff. Hope that for you. Reservoir Dog said, I'm picking up the station much better now. You're in forest. Attaboy. All right, so JB, it's working good. Um, Leon says, so Matt, doesn't that boil down to coaching when it comes to effort? Well, yeah. And, you know, the thing about it, yeah, yes, I mean, it, it does to a point, right? But you always hear coaches say, you know, I'm through coaching effort, or I'm at a point where, you know, our guys have to understand if we have to coach effort, we're already beat. Well, there's some truth to that, too. I mean, when you're at that level, I just put it this way. what are the, At the SEC level, at that level of men's basketball, any sport, but that level of men's basketball, if the other team has more energy, plays harder, faster, and more aggressive than you, what are the chances you beat them? Slim. I don't care who you are. Okay, so if I'm Especially a, if they got more talent, you know, it's all. It's like if you're a player. Okay, when that after about ten minutes of Alabama running circles around you. Okay, if they hit shots, they hit shots. Here's my thing. I get on the bench and as a player, I want to say, hey guys, you know what? We we may all foul out, but at least that would be effort. Right. Let's just play harder than them and see what happens. I'm talking about every loose ball, they got it. Every They're getting – you got three guys standing on the defensive end, ball coming off the rim. One Alabama guy goes up and gets an offensive rebound put back. I mean, what are we doing? What would you do last night? Did y'all go to bed on time? Because they look twice as fast as you and twice as interested in playing basketball. That's just the truth. Yeah, it looked like a different team from the Kentucky game. Yeah. Yeah, just completely different. I'm like, team. did you, okay, you beat Kentucky. What? Everybody pat you on the back of the hotel? You think it was it? Look, I, I, I'm going overboard. Alabama's really good. They are really, really good. Yeah, okay. they're a two seed in the tournament. But still, Matt, it, you, you and I made the point in a text. It was pathetic effort. Pathetic effort. I Blowouts. Mean, just, yeah. Listen. That's when I would go to the end of the bench is, is howling. And I said, if these guys don't want to play, then you guys get out Put there. Put somebody in there. already getting beat by 35. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. At least I was. You know, I would say to my guys, if one of you guys gets a foul because you're diving after a loose ball, I will applaud you. I will actually, I will sit here and applaud for you as your coach. Just give me effort. You guys act like you're fine with the score on the scoreboard. That's I'm sorry. That's just the way it looks to me. It's the way it looks. And and doggone, I'm almost to the point where after years and years being a state basketball fan, 
and looking at it, and there's a lot of up and down. And there are a lot of times when State goes out and they're confident and they'll play great. They'll do really – look at the way they played in that first half around the basket and they'll do around the basket in the first half against Kentucky. Okay? But then to go the next day and it's like you're standing still compared to your opponent. Ball's loose on the ground. They're diving for it and you're trying to pick it up, batting it around out here. Like you're afraid to bruise your knee. I, I'm telling you, I'm to the point where I'm just like, I don't care what their record is. <laughs> I don't care if they're ranked. I just want to see a team that plays harder than the other guys every single time. I want a men's basketball version of a Vic Schaefer women's team. That's what I want to watch. I don't care what the score is. Well, we need to run this offense, you know, so maybe it'll come to... So what? Don't care. Ain't watching it. I want a men's basketball version of a Vic Schaefer women's team. Out-hustle the other folks every single game. You know why? Because you can control that. You can't control whether you're 90% or 75% at the free-throw line every night. Sometimes it happens. It's shooting. You can't control if you go out here and go 11 for 20 from three or one for 21. Sometimes you can't control it. But you know what you can control? If that guy runs faster than you, if they play a little tougher than you, don't give it to me once a month. Don't give it to me once a week. Give it to me every single night. <clears throat> if I can't get it from you, sit the bench. Play a walk-on. What are you going to do? Run the... 100 people that are in the gym out? So what? If we put some other guys in and they play really, really hard, we might get some more fans in here. <clears throat> At least that'd be something. You know, I feel like you're also talking about some of the uh, women's basketball players as well. Just play hard. Give me the effort. Now, the people go, well, what about coaching? Well, look, let's, let's look at the reality of this. Sometimes you are installing stuff. Sometimes you do have young players who are trying to figure it out mentally. And when you're thinking, you're not running. The whole, it's impossible to be aggressive and confused at the same time. Okay, I get it. There's things you're working through. I, I understand all that. You go, well, Matt, they've been in the postseason three out of four years. So what? I'm tired of watching stuff like that. That was an embarrassing blowout. That wasn't just a loss. You didn't go out here in Alabama beat you by 12. They beat you by 40. Embarrassed you. On national television, ESPN. ESPN. And guess what? Yeah, they hit shots. But anybody objectively watching that game goes, you know what? Alabama is running circles around them. What state not this state not eat well? They all got a stomach bug? What's the deal? I'm almost to the point where you know you watch that and you go, well, look, a loss is a loss. Nobody expected you to beat Alabama. But man, play. Matt, you're being too harsh. Well, maybe somebody ought to be. Reservoir dog. Yeah, okay, we got yours. Jason said 
They don't do daylight savings time in Arizona. I did not know that. Hmm. I had no idea they don't do it. Uh, let's see here. Micah in Batesville said, State got embarrassed, plain and simple. If we have another like year like this year, barring what happens in the NIT, Ben will be gone. Look, and, and here's the other thing, too. This is so snooty of me. It's such an e- I, I got to be careful because what I'm about to say borders on such an easy, lazy take by a sports guy on the radio. Okay, I, I get it. I totally get it. But this is the way I feel. I'm sick of the NIT. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I sort of made the obligatory mention at the beginning of the show of the NIT. You go, well, who are you to stand up there, Matt, and, and make fun of the NIT or say that you don't even want to talk about it? Like, it ain't like you're, you know, rooting for a team that's been in the NCAA tournament for 20 straight years and won national championships. You ought to be happy with the NIT. No. I get it. Sick of it. We used to have 64 teams getting in the tournament. Now we got 68. You play in a Power Five conference. Been to the NCAA tournament recently? Yep. Got run out of there. Bounced. And we lost last year. I get it. You, you, you have the rug pulled out from under your feet last year. He had that team with Perry and Woodard as a top four and had a first-round bye, and I get it. But, you know, to be fair, I'm just sick of the NIT. I'm sick of looking at it like it's an accomplishment. It's not. Well, Matt, good teams like Belmont out of Nashville uh, didn't, even, didn't even get in the NIT. So what? Probably lucky. I think it's a waste of time. You know, for a Man. while they did it as a preseason tournament, which was pretty cool. You know, you, you invite 32 teams as kind of a preseason gig and do it. But no, man, at, mm. I don't. I, if I was a coach, I would say we're not going. I mean, if you can't get into the NCAA tournament, I mean, why, why would why you want to do you something second class? You know, and JB, here I stand. And, and, good and I'm and well, a hoops fanatic, man. Yeah, you, I, I you love, love basketball. And, and I, I enjoy watching it, too, but here I am, and sure enough, you know, State or Ole Miss, one or the other, will go on and win the whole thing, and and I'm sure I'll t- change my tune, you know. Well, that means they'll be number 72nd team in the country. That's the thing about <laughs> it. I, I just, you know. I can't, I'm not, I'm not in a place with either State or Ole Miss basketball where I can hand out a congratulatory pat on the back for getting in the NIT. What in the world are we doing? What's the goal here? That's like giving participation trophies. Man, I'll tell you what else. We're sorry these 32 teams didn't get into the NCAA tournament, so we're going to give you all, you know. You know what? And it takes, on that note, it takes every bit of self-control that I can muster to not comment on some of these Facebook posts yeah, that's of these, and they're friends. I'm talking about good friends of mine, right? Who every weekend, little Johnny's little ball team is posing <laughs> out on the mound, and they're all rings. they're holding their <laughs> fists up with their rings for the. They're wearing rings. I'm talking about it's every weekend, and here's the thing about it: 
You know what's special and unique now about a little kiddie baseball team winning something on a weekend, holding up rings on their fingers? You know what's special about it? Nothing. You know what's unique about that? Nothing. (laughs) And I want to say, come on now. Maybe he got, I'll tell you this right now. I mean it. If that's my son, maybe he gets a ring and plays well. And I tell him, great job. And I hug his neck and I pat him on the back. And I tell the kids, hey, boy. But you know what? We ain't posting those stupid pictures of it. And we're not bragging about it. We're not sticking that ring in a trophy case as if it's something to be proud of. Haven't won squat. You won two games this weekend, they gave you a ring. Come on, people. Come and we on. lost a couple of callers that we're going to have to hang on through the break. So if we can get them to call back. We had phone line just went completely dead. But uh, Jake and, and Decon, if they would call back, they had some good takes that they wanted to ask you. So yeah, hopefully okay. we can get that on the back side of this uh, break. Okay. Music going to fire like normal, you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're All about right. two seconds from music firing. Okay. All right. So on the country pleasing text line, Fred, Ernest T, Squirrel, Ghost, Boomer Sooner, Jason, Bald Guy, Micah, More Bully, Dog Tired, all of y'all, including Saints fan, Sven over here on the live stream. Coming to you next, your reaction to all of that. <laughs> Didn't know I was going there, but wound up there. Sometimes you don't know. It just hits you. What do they call that? Flowing? I was flowing. Hour number two, just getting underway. In the Bureau, stick around. All right, back with you here rolling along in hour number two. Uh, a lot to get to. Going to do it fast. Fred, thanks for the picture. He said this is what effort looks like. <laughs> uh, he showed me a picture of his youngin' at the DAC camp. They're covered in sweat. <laughs> he said this is – he out-hustled everybody in July. Squirrel texted the show and said, I agree, man. I would have fired Howland at halftime and told him to Uber back to Starkville. Uh, Boomer Sooner says, NIT is not an accomplishment, it's a consolation. Uh, Jason and Flagstaff said, and State made the two previous Alabama games absolute dogfights. They aren't that much better physically. It's that way all season for six years. Ridiculously inconsistent, he says. Um, Ball guy, agree with JB, said it's like, you know, NIT like a participation trophy, which we have a lot of that right now in our society, but, you know. And, and maybe I overstate it, but a lot of people feel the same way. Micah in Batesville said, uh, this team is not exciting to watch, and they hadn't been since he's been here. State needs a young, exciting coach who likes to run and gun, something exciting and fun to watch. Got to get effort out of him. Uh, Dog Tired in Florence said, um, he was telling us that 95% of Arizona does not participate in daylight savings. Ghost, <clears throat> he said, look at the state of our country, mainly because of all these rings 
We give them when they're growing up. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that the problem? <laughs> More Bully said, a former friend bought his kid a ring for graduating middle school. I blew it up on social media. And this is why he's a former friend. True story. Tyler says, uh, we played in a tournament one time and came in second to a team that is known for chasing rings. They gave us all T-shirts. The other team went bananas. Mad at winning a shirt. Mm. Norman says, and, and Coffee Norman, I may have to get to some of this later. Uh, it's a really long text. He says, Matt, all due respect to anybody who thinks what's coming back is a reason to keep howling. It is not, he says. I'm going to get to the rest of your text because there's some comparative in there, Norman, so I'm not going to move completely on from that. We'll come back to it. Uh, and then Ernest T. said, preach on Coach Wyatt. Those pictures of on social media are all for mom and dad's ego, period. <laughs> it says that kid would rather be picking and flicking boogers. That's one way to say it, I reckon. There you go. All right, so here we go. Back, uh, let's see what's on the phone line now. Divinity Equipment phone uh, is lighting up. First up, Deacon. Deacon, thanks for calling on the Divinity phone. What's up? That's supposed to be Decon. Decon. Okay, it looks like Deacon to me. I, without an A, I just never, I don't even know what Getting Deacon. Getting rid of the rat. Oh, Getting rid of the rat. Oh, okay. Decon. That kind of Decon. All right, yeah. what's up? Like the commercial. <laughs> okay, my comparison here. Did not State go to a bowl game with a losing record? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about last year? The NIT. I'm talking about this past football season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. We played in a bowl game. We were invited to play in a bowl game with a losing record. What's the difference in that and going to the NIT? Not really anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not really anything. And, and you know, I would tell you that uh, really an even worse example would have been, hold on now, let, stay with me on the year. I think it was 2016 when State had a losing record. Remember, that was a five-win regular season, uh, Dan Mullen's team in 2016. But that was a, a normal year. You played 12 games. You had four non-conference. That was the year they started the season by losing to South Alabama. But at the end of the year, State yeah. got to go to that bowl game in St. Petersburg with five wins just because there weren't enough winning teams and somebody had to go, right? Last <laughs> year right. last year is one of those where, like, you got COVID and you didn't have spring practice and they put the season on and then everybody, you're just going to play each other, so it's all conference games. Last year was real kooky just all the way around. The one in 2016 was a deal where – Look, Dak Prescott had just been your quarterback for two years. You ought to have been able to recruit a football team, you know, and have one. And they go win five games, lose to South Alabama wearing shorts, and then go to a bowl game with five wins. So that there ain't a whole lot of difference. No. But still, we're both Bulldogs. Forever more will be. Yeah. I still Good luck to him in the NIT. I would love to see an NIT banner hanging in, in the hunt but not as much as an NCAA banner. You're right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And the good thing about the bowl games, like the consolation bowl games, at least it's just one game. Because <laughs> it's football. You know, like with this, we may get, what, three or four potentially? So Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. And just look at all the extra practice time, as the coaches like to point out. 
Mm -hmm. I know what I'd be doing with yeah. extra practice time if it was me. Finding a new coach? No. I'd be <laughs> running half my I'd be coaching effort, as they say, JB. That's what I'd be doing, coaching effort. Decon, thank you and for like the call. Somebody said a while ago, preach on, coach Wyatt, preach on. <laughs> preach on. Thanks for the phone call. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You too. Have a good one. Let's see. Is this Professor Jake on the That's Divinity him, Phone? Pal. Jake. Jake, what's up? The, the professor. What's up, brother? Yo. How was your weekend? Man, it was fantastic, man. Me and my dad watched that SEC championship game. That it was a good one. The other time LSU wasn't it? That was a heck good. of a ball game, no doubt. Yeah, if number two would have stayed out of the way, let number four caught the rebound and put it up, LSU would have won it. But yeah. hey, you know, yeah, that's how it was. Uh, brother, I was in like a third world country. Um, it's called Arkansas. I was up there. That's on my third world country. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss y'all guys. That's I, that's why I couldn't call y'all guys, man. We was up there with no, no, you know, reception, mm -hmm. trees, and right. ice field. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it was good. Um, I just want to speculate on Jackson State. Uh, I watched that game. It they you were right, Professor. They look crisp, and I really love that QB that uh, that that prime time come out of Florida with. Mm -hmm. I really like that guy. Mm -hmm. He's fast, accurate, and he is this. And I like that. Hey, and uh, you know what, Jay? That's all I got. All right, Jalen. Go the kid's name is Jalen Jones. He was uh, recruited very heavily by Dan Mullen at Mississippi State. I don't remember yeah. if he ever actually committed to state, but he may have and, and might have been committed. But then when Mullen went to Florida, the kid winds up going to Florida. But you remember then they had that, that issue, the – Accused, of, he was accused of some type of, you know, it was assault or something, you know, harassment or assault or something like that, and that's what got him an exit from Florida. And like you say, he's now wound up at Jackson State. So like, there's never been a question of his playing ability, you know, his speed, whatever. And you watch him play, man, he can operate that offense. But but Jake, I'm glad you brought it up. Three games into it now. And that Jackson State team, they are crisp, they are sharp, they call offense, defense, they line up, they run it, they are not sloppy, they don't have pre-snap penalties very often, they hit, they tackle, they execute, their, and you watch what they do on offense, it's not like they're very simple, they're running, they're, a, they're doing all kinds of stuff offensively, using tight ends and you know, about four or five different personnel packages, and, and it's very well put together. They're a good, they're a well-coached team. Uh, the only flaw I saw was, Professor, the only flaw I saw was they had some issues on the offensive line. It's almost, a, it's, it's almost they got, you know, a little confused on who to block, and that's why the guy got, probably got sacked, like, like for like one time for like 10 yards. Uh, that's the only thing I see. Uh, the offensive line, it, it needs a little bit of tweaking around, but, hmm. uh, when they went down and beat Grambling, that let me know, okay, Jack State haven't done that in years. Right. And I, I think since 2012, uh, something like that, because uh, Grambling had a really good team. They are really disciplined also. And for them to go down to, to Louisiana to beat Grambling, mm -hmm. I mean, dude, uh, Proud Town got people slam, baby. What's yeah. up? Yeah. He's, they are, they are, they're the real deal in terms of that level of football for, for sure, you know. And, um, and then the way they beat Grambling, too, that goal line stand, that's one of those things that when you do that, all the players on the team are like, 
okay, I, I'm buying in now. This is going to work. What he's been telling us is paying off. You know, when you do, you have a moment like it's like having a walk-off win in baseball. It's a it's a galvanizing team building moment, you know. And so they had one of those. I, I think it's going to be fun to follow them the rest of the way. Well, they got Alabama State coming up. Who did uh, who did Alabama State play this past week? Um, well, I'm drawing. I have to look it up and see. They got Alabama yeah, State. They got Alabama State coming up this weekend. And they're going to go to Montgomery and play them. And then they come back and host at the end of the month on Sunday the 28th. They come back and host Prairie View. So only two games left this month. But that Prairie View game is supposed to be on ESPNU, Jake. So I'm sure you will. I know I will, too. I'll be watching. Okay, okay. And if you could, just play a little bit of Jack State, little, little, little son of boom. If, if, I mean, if you got a little time. What do you mean if? What do you mean if I have time? <laughs> All you have to do is say it, and you get it. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> he tiptoed. Jake, never tiptoe into a request for the JSU Sonic Boom. Just spit it out like they do. Roll your windows down. Ride around, Jackson. Turn it up to 11. Sing along. Jake, thanks for the call. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, let's see. PRG. Norman, I'm coming back to it, I promise. PRG. About 15 seconds. Thanks, JV. PRG said Decon made a lot of really good points on her call. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. All right, rolling along, hour two. We'll wrap it up next. Y'all stick around. With playoff caliber sports talk, it's the Matt Wyatt Show. Oh, yeah. As people liked hearing from the Sonic Boom earlier, the real unnamed texter said, Oh, yeah, turn it up. Turn it up. We got a text from Jar Luminati. <laughs> what a great name. Jar Luminati. Related to Joe Lenardi? <laughs> I don't know, but he ought to be. It says, I love that Jackson State love. And they're playing good football, for sure. No question about it. Uh, let's see here. Over on the live stream, Jason said, You see the assistant coaches getting into it before the LSU and Alabama game. It took the commissioner to come down to break it up. I totally missed all that. I don't know what was going on. Missed it. Missed that part of it. It was was a little jarring before the game. Not too dissimilar from what happened with Mississippi State and Ole Miss in football a few times before the Egg Bowl. Mm -hmm. But it was – Hey, can I get Herb Street? Can I get a statement from Herb (laughs) Street, please? That's really what I need. That will settle this whole thing for me, pushing and shoving and jawing by assistant coaches before a game. All I need is Kirk Herb Street. I need real tears, fake or real. Just need some tears and some emotion and a good talking to by Kirk Herb Street. That will fix the whole thing. That will be appropriate. I'm picking up my sarcasm, I guarantee you. Saints fan, SBO9 said, rephrase. Could have chosen not to execute. Let's see. I missed the first one. 
Uh, let's see. On the live stream on YouTube, Caleb said, note about the Ole Miss bracket in the NIT. Rick Stansberry may face the Rebels in the second round. Yeah, we got that earlier. That might be uh, that might be quite interesting. Yeah, it might be. Caleb's asking me, he says here, did you see the antics from the Southern Miss home runs in the Friday night game versus ULL? No, Caleb, tell me what happened. I missed that. By all means, please fill me in. I'd love to know what happened. Antics. Somebody asked, okay, let me give you another example. Somebody texted me the other night during the, maybe the Saturday game? Anyway, I think it was Saturday night. Uh, Cameron James, Mississippi State, I think it was a double. I didn't see it, but someone texted me and said, did you see him? He took off his wrist thing and pretended to use it like a phone and take a selfie <laughs> in the double. And they go, I don't know. I'm too old school for that. And I'm like, look, I'm old school too. I, I don't inherently like that stuff. But then I stop and I go, well, I mean, is that what baseball needs? I just don't know about that, man. I mean, come on now. We're going to pretend like something we have out at second base. We're taking a selfie with it after a double in the, what, fifth inning? I mean, come on now. I mean, shoot your fake bow and arrow to the dugout and let that be enough. (laughs) Let that be enough. All right, here we go. Divinity Equipment phone line. Our man, Louvier, kind enough to join us today on the Divinity phone. What's up, Louvier? Good afternoon, gentlemen, and go Saints. So a lot of times I call this show and other shows on this radio and I brag about my kids. So today, if you'll indulge me, I'm going to brag about my mom. Okay. My mom and dad will be 85. My, my dad will be 85. My mom will be 84 in two weeks. They live in Diamond Head on the golf course. They played nine holes yesterday. And on number nine, a par four, my mom pulled out from 110 yards for a two, an <laughs> eagle on four. She's 84 years old. That is fantastic. That's the best thing I've heard yeah, all day. And, and it's it's not like an accident either. She, uh, I, I, I showed JB a video uh, of her putting from, I don't know, 30 feet off the green, and she gets it to within about five feet and – and her facial expression on the videos is complete dissatisfaction. Like, no, that's not good. <laughs> so, yeah. 84 years old, holds out from 110 yards. Uh, I guess that's why they're 84 and 85. Yeah. They play nine holes of golf every time they get a chance. Anyway, I just thought it was remarkable. I'm tickled pink about it. Uh, you know, anybody that wants to try to one-up the 84-year-old mom holding out from one hand for an eagle, too. Uh, I didn't ask her what her school was, but my dad was very proud to announce that he shot a 42. <laughs> he shot a 42. That's great. And uh, the back nine is is a lot harder. They don't. He can't play 18 in one day. It hurts him uh, for the next few days. So in a couple of days, he's going to go play the back nine and see if he can beat his age combined. I don't know if that counts. And I don't know if these statistics uh, really matter. Anyway, I love your show, and I love you giving me the opportunity to brag about my family. Uh, way to go, Mom. Go Saints. Hats off. Hats off, Louvier's mom. <clears throat> Man, yeah, that's outstanding. 
That is outstanding. Golf really is one of those games you can just enjoy it forever, especially when the weather's nice. Mm-hmm. So, a two, holing out from the fairway. Outstanding way to go. Uh, let's see here. Somebody asked me about this on the live stream. So, here you go. A little baseball uh, from the SEC, the stats and how it all looks right now. Just real quick, we've got a few minutes left here in the hour. Uh, so let me give you this. Through today, okay, so through today, these are SEC baseball stats. The uh, Vanderbilt Commodores lead the SEC in team batting average at 323. Uh, so they're the best hitting team in terms of batting average right now. They also lead the league in slugging percentage. Surprise, surprise. They are the only team in a, in the leagues and one of the few teams in America with about 30 full scholarship players on their uh, baseball team. Uh, Auburn, number two at 322. This is team batting average in the SEC. Florida, third. Kentucky, fourth. Georgia, fifth. Uh, Ole Miss down there, like number eight. And State is 14, 13, 12. 11th, they're down near the bottom of the league at batting 276 as a team. In terms of team earned run average, after this past weekend's game, Kentucky is tops in the SEC at a team ERA of 1.9. State is number two, team ERA, Georgia three, Texas A&M four, Vanderbilt five. Uh, six, seven, eight, Ole Miss is at number eight. Bottom of the SEC, LSU and Missouri. So if you look at states hitting, they need a boost. They're going to hit the ball against LSU who hadn't pitched it all that well. We will find out uh, sooner than later. But I thought I'd point this out too. A&M leads the SEC with 232 strikeouts as a staff, but that's in 125 – I'm sorry. That's in 161 innings pitched. More – than State. State's only thrown 144 innings, but they are second in the league with 219 strikeouts. So I think if you were to do the math, you'd probably see State leads the SEC in strikeouts per nine. Um, So there you go. Fielding percentage, the bottom two teams uh, in the SEC in fielding percentage are Ole Miss and Mississippi State, 969 and 968. Georgia at number one, Arkansas at at, uh, number two. Some of the other SEC stats, I mean, they kind of fall in line there. <clears throat> um, LSU hits the ball really well. That's the thing about it. They haven't pitched it that great, but they are third in the league in slugging percentage. They are second in the league in run score behind AM. They are second in the league in total hits behind Florida. They are first in the league, LSU is, in terms of runs driven in. They are first in the league in home runs. LSU has hit 33. The next team, Texas AM, has hit 25. Uh, State, actually right now, after this weekend, tied for the bottom of the league in terms of home runs, tied with Kentucky and Missouri at only 13 home runs. Ole Miss is tied for fourth in the SEC with Vanderbilt and South Carolina. They've hit 22 home runs this year. So you don't get a lot of you know home runs and slugging from State or haven't gotten those, but um, if you were to go down to the pitching stats, State's up near the top in a lot of stuff. Obviously, earned run average, I told you, State is number one in the SEC in opponent batting average at 173. Not everybody's non-conference opponents are equal, that's for sure. Vanderbilt at number two. Innings pitch, you look at strikeouts, like I told you, A&M at 232, State at 219. But State's played fewer innings, about 20 or so, going on 20 or so fewer innings. 
Um, State tied for third in the league with Florida, Vandy, and Tennessee at strikeouts looking. A&M's one, LSU's two. Then you look at wins, losses, saves, runners picked off, all that kind of stuff. Hits allowed. State uh, right there at the top of the league. Let's see. Vandy's only allowed 80 hits this year by its opponents. Kentucky and Arkansas, 84. Mississippi State at 89. Um, So State's pitching staff, you know, statistically, obviously with what they've done, they're they're definitely going to be, you know, way on up there. And then in terms of individuals, if we were just look for individuals to point out, uh, I don't see State or Ole Miss with anybody in terms of batting average. State or Ole Miss doesn't have anybody that's in the top 15 right now. Uh, number one in the league is a kid at Kentucky named Reuben Church, who's batting 472 right now. Auburn's got a kid, Tyler Miller, batting 436. We're early, obviously. But nobody from State and Ole Miss in top 15. But if you look at slugging percentage, you get Tim Elko from Ole Miss at number four in the league. You look at uh, on-base percentage, Elko is up there in the top 10 in the SEC in terms of hitting a baseball. You look at run scored, Tanner Allen's up there in the top five in the league, and he scored 19 runs this year. So, you know, State's been productive. It's just been different. You know, they hit a lot of singles, doubles, gaps. They've moved some runners over, some productive outs in some of the games. By the way, too, Tim Elko, Ole Miss, leads the SEC and runs batted in. RBIs with 24 right now. As we know, Elko has just been on fire so far this year for Ole Miss. A big reason why they're top five in the country. All right, that'll wrap it up for Hour 2. If you leave us, have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. If not, stick around Hour 3. Coming up in the Farm Bureau studio. Stick around.